Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, gentlemen. What it do, NBA Finals Key? Let's go, Joey. Where are we going? It's NBA Finals Key. You said let's go. I said let's where go. Are we going? I mean, that's what we say. We get hyped. Let's go. Let's so go. Let's go. You got to hold the go. Oh, God. Max, the guy in the huddle. You're like, are you guys go. ready? Are you ready? Max is like, yeah, I guess. No, that's not what I. What did I do? I didn't do anything. You're, this is the beef you have Max with the Max would even be in the huddle. What are you going to be in the huddle at? Yeah, what huddle? No. Max is the, yeah, he's the assistant I'll be coach. in the owner's box, Jay. Oh. <laughs> no, man, do what like kind of, that. What kind of owner would you be? Are you more of like a Mark Cuban? Or are you more like what a, sport are we talking a passive about? guy who, who doesn't who even you, live wait, in the hold city? On. Jay. Yeah. You went to Duke, right? Yes, Key. That is where <laughs> why I would you, Why would you ask him that question? What type of owner would he be? Because I want Think about who you're dealing with. Yeah, I wanted to lean into him as an owner and see yeah. who he But think about but think about for a minute. Just think about who you're dealing with. But so I'm asking let me ask you, Key, would, would Max be the owner that would be at every game? Or would Max not even live in the state oh my of the God. team that he owns? At every game, yeah. he would be trying to tell the he would be on the field and trying to tell the television announcers that work at ESPN <laughs> or Fox or something what they should be saying. <laughs> like, he would be standing on the field with the, with, with the uh, communication transponder of some sort. Why would you say that? Why would you, Why say, would you that? say that? That's wrong. That's not what you're supposed to say. The That's last not what time you I see. It was 365 yards, not 348. That's not what you see. I'll tell you what you see. I'm telling you what Max would be doing. Is, is, is there a better, not job, but a better thing to be than the owner of a major sports franchise? Oh, I mean, this Matt, yes. Matt is Shibia. You want to know who? Who? Bezos. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I mean, well, but he wants I, to be. You see, what is the man who has everything he wants? He doesn't want to be. Because, look, okay. Oh, you're saying it's a. a He's so just why, renting a $600,000 house per month in Malibu. What? So why would you want. What? That's what I'm about to say, but that's what I'm saying, Jay. If you are as, as rich as he is, right? Why would you want those bucks. problems? Why do you want Max and Jay Will coming to me for money? Why do I want to have to look for a coach? Why, when I don't need that, I could just root watch for your team. it on well, TV. You, well, you don't need to do that anyway. I mean, you could be an owner that just hires a president and a GM to do that for you. Yeah, you but could be one of these guys who flies in. This is my team. Come but see my us whole play. point, but I guess my point is most people that's that rich, Jay, Max, they don't want to own teams. Why would they want? Why do you want that headache? I don't know. Why do you want to have to deal with the politics of a new stadium? Because it's why a, do you it, want? Because it's an asset that continues to appreciate. Have you seen some dude, of these valuations, dude, man? My my assets is continuing to appreciate because I got a hundred and seventy five billion dollars. That's going to appreciate. Well, also, somehow, it, it, when it, your team wins a championship, if and when. Somehow you have won a championship. You haven't done anything, yeah, but you've talk, won a championship. But, 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 I'm trying to hide his friend Robert. And I'm, we, I'm trying to hide to as much my... money as possible. Why do you mm-hmm. think you see hey. guys with over 150 homes? It's a way I to get can... around taxes, man. Okay, let me go so own this $3 billion dollar asset, hold it for 20 years, and guess what? It's going to be worth $9 billion. Let, let me, Great, let me and say I just it, hid $3 billion. Let me say it this way, then. If I had that type of money, I wouldn't want that problem. Because I don't want to deal with people every single day. I could just go hang out with my good friend Robert and sit in his box, mm-hmm. fly in, in, in my plane to the game, in any game I want to at any time I need to, without dealing with the, the, the stress level 
that comes with it. Now, if what you say, stress well, level? Oh, my God, Jay. Well, my friend's talking trash to me and me talking no, trash to No, the stress level of owning a team, trying to win, getting beat up in the media because we can't win, or ticket prices raising because, you know, I just wouldn't but Keith, want. If you have $175 billion, you think I'm worried about what people in the media are saying yeah. about me? Over my you, little six billion dollar oh asset. My, yeah, you, right. You guys, you, you guys you go ahead. You, you complain and you yell as loud as you can. I'm fine. You don't want. That. I'm just saying. I wouldn't want that. I would just sit back and fold less. my arms with my sweater wrapped around my shoulders. It, it Your Charles there. Dickens sweater. It might. It, it give him this one. And my Hello. buddy Max's box. That's hey it. Jeff Bezos. Hey Jeff. Can I call you Jeff? You, you talk to me. We'll, uh, I'll, don't worry. I'll take the heat. I'll be the front man, and we'll, we'll go buy a team. How's that? Exactly. I don't want that. Exactly. No, I want to go and go to my house in the Hamptons for a week. And You're then, in your house in the Hamptons. Yeah, You're fine. for a week, and then get on my $500 million yacht down in, in, in the south of France somewhere. Just I don't need the stress of worrying about training camp. Uh, you're, you're, I don't know. I'll tell you what. Like when you watch Winning Time or something like when you think about the life of Dr. Jerry Buss. Oh, that's pretty fun. exciting. That's, yeah. that's, I can that's do fun. all that anyway, though. I got 175 Bs. I mean, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, but then you can never be a I'm part of sports history the same like, way, it's right? It's something for me and all my boys to talk yeah. about. Like, yeah. I, I literally, that's what people do, Key. Like, it's also on texting, no, like it. all these I guys just, like, oh, you guys think, blah, blah. We'll be back next year. By the way, it's also not that hard, actually. Key's making it sound harder than it is. It's not that hard. Watch, Key. So I own an NFL hard. team. First thing I do is I'm, uh, I'm call you up and be like, hey, you think Bill Parcells would, would take money to be an exclusive consultant for this team? What would Absolutely. that cost, right? Okay, good. Boom. Now I bring Absolutely. him in. Now, now the football people start to get put in place, right? You get the smart guys who know what they're I doing. I want Sean Payton. Come on, Sean. How much do you want? Great. Put Come all on, the man. right people in the right place. Come on, man. But you guys are talking. I want you to talk realistic, though. Yeah. It's so much stress. To be an owner, when you have the type of money that these, and I'm not talking about owners that the Giants owner that was given to him by the family. I'm talking about self-made gazillionaire dudes. They don't need that. It's like. But you know what it's stress for, Key? It's stress for like the Spanos or, you know, if you have a family where that's the key business, that's how they make a living. They're not as deep pocketed as the other. But if you got $175 billion and this asset costs you six, what's the stress? And they don't want to give you a team. That's what my whole point is when they don't want to give you a team when you're this type of individual and they don't want to give it to you, well, that's not a, a problem. Other. I don't need it. I yeah, that's sit. a whole other thing. They, they don't want to give it to you. What can you do? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Max? I what can, can go, you do? I go to my buddy's box, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll be good. I'm going on the field anyway. What you going to tell me? I can't come on the field? I'm trying to own that. Nah, pass. Still would be fun. It would be dope. It would be fun. <laughs> We'd be going to all the games. We'd be you all sitting courtside. You can do that anyway. Jay, you can do it anyway. I, I, I hear you, but it's you different. You can buy but, but keep, but keep. This is what, this is what you're arena. missing. All these people that got to that level have been competitive, and they're adrenaline junkies to a degree, right? Like, they've lived in these worlds where they've sold these companies five, six, seven times over, and they like risk. That's a whole point of being at that level. You like building something. Yeah, Unless you've inherited it, you like to say, I took this from this to that. I'm going to go play golf with Jay in North Carolina and chill. Take some lessons. You know, you know you're one of those. Pat Riley, yes, speaking of ownership, Pat Riley. Had a chance to own the Knicks. No, they did. Like, he was the Lakers legend. And he won as a player. He won as a, as a coach. Then he goes to the Knicks, and the Knicks come very close to winning a championship, 
But rather than stay there, the Knicks, the Dolan family, refused to cut him in on the business. He wanted just a little taste, a tiny little taste. But, but in Miami, they cut him in, right? So he goes down there, runs the basketball operation. Since then, the Knicks have done exactly nothing. They've been a laughingstock for most of the last three decades. While the Heat were immediately a powerhouse, and then they went from a powerhouse to a champion when he brought Shaq in to pair him with Wade. And then they went from a champion to a dynasty with LeBron and Wade and Bosh. And then even since then, they have been an Eastern Conference Finals regular. And now they are in the finals again as underdogs. Game one is here. Who wins this series and why? Is game one a must-win for the Heat, gentlemen? One million thousand Kajillion percent. Must win. You got to get this one tonight. Ten days off for Denver. You're in your rhythm. You're in your lather. Catching them when they're rusty. Executing. Getting that one game, I think, sets the tone for this series. Because I firmly believe that this is going to be a sweep. I think if Denver's able to win this first one, the second one they're going to get. And then going back down to Miami, I, I think the size of Nikola Jokic and how Bam has not been one of the best players on the court, and I think that's going to be a mismatch for Denver. Now, look, they can try to play Denver into, hey, Jokic, try to score 40-50 and cut down on Jamal Murray, but also I, I think how Jimmy Butler approaches this, I think the size, the strength, and the depth. And I, I think Miami's going to come back down to reality in this series. Can they do some of the same things that the Lakers tried to do with, with the Joker? Uh, Minus Anthony Davis? Well, I mean, Bam could still – you know, be the, the the I don't know the second guy. I guess the the rim protector, so to speak, with somebody else actually guarding him. Could they could, could they do that? I mean, you're gonna put Kev, you put Cody Zeller on him. That's what I'm saying. And then have good luck with that. that. Well, I mean, it didn't work against the Lakers, but I'm just trying to figure out some sort of defensive strategy that makes sense, Jay. Well, I mean, Cody Zeller can get a shot at him for sure. The problem is they just he has a high usage rate in their offense. They use him all the time. So dribble handoffs, you know, they use them in pick and rolls. They use them to initiate the offense. So that's a lot of work, and that takes away from Jokic, your legs yeah. on the offensive end for mm-hmm. guys like Bam. Now, look, Miami, Miami has beaten the odds. They can beat the odds here. I'm not saying they can't. I just yeah, you don't did. see it. You said they're going to get swept. That's what you I, told I, all I, the I said I just people. said they, I don't You're guaranteed see it. a sweep. Yes, see, did, now Jay, y'all trying to guaranteed. turn in words. And no, it's not. That's what you you had the broom. Y'all, y'all, y'all funny. Did man. you not have the broom at the top of the hour? I just said you literally I had have a Denver in a sweep. You had a prop, right? You brought I in a just prop. said you, you took I have the time Denver to go find a broom so, and bring so it you guys are doubling and tripling down no, on my you Denver sweep. Yeah, Key. Yes, I said it. How many times do you need to hear me say it again? One more. You have a whole stunt department bringing in a props department bringing in bringing in broom bringing in broom department. Yeah. Props department, something. Costumes and uh, wardrobe, whatever it's called. (laughs) (laughs) And, Max, you have Miami in seven. Yeah, I think Miami, I I think, I did not think they beat the Bucs. I thought they'd give them a tough series, right? They beat the Bucs. I didn't think they beat the Celtics. They beat the Celtics. I'm not going to be fooled three times by this team. I'm done sleeping on them. And what I'm not going to do, which you're you're not going to do, well, I thought they beat the Knicks. what, what, What you're doing, which I respect, is you're not, like, I think a lot of people in the media to kind of do the right thing, are like, well, I can't disrespect the Heat. They'll get a game or two. No, no, pick the sweep if you think that's what's going to happen. But I'm not going to just sit there and say I'm not going to disrespect them and, and pick them to win a game or two. I'm going to pick them to win the series so you're because that's what they keep the doing. 
You're respecting them all the way. You're That's saying, right. okay. That's and right. Key, how about you? No, I think they have four games left. All right, so you're picking a sweep as well. So I they're going to sweep the Nuggets? Four games left. I didn't say how many That's a win. sweep. A no, sweep. If they have four games left, that is a sweep. Who will be the eventual champion, <laughs> No, Key? they may cancel the other three. <laughs> Who will be the eventual champion this year? Who wins the title this year? The Nuggets, man. Nuggets, okay. Yeah. In four, and you say a sweep. That's the only difference in your two. Uh... <laughs> They're both the same thing. Jay, they may just cancel the other three games. What if the what if the Heat win game one? They have been, I keep saying it, forged in the crucible of competition while the Nuggets are sitting on the shelf getting stale. Heat win the series. It's the best run I've ever seen in NBA yeah. history. Yeah, like That's let's right. talk about that coming up. 888-SAY-ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Come in with a little Jada. I need to get in. Box, man. Can't hear. What kind of workout are they doing on ESPN here? What these uh, people working out hands? on the pier over there. What the? Can't hear, Yates. David Dennis Jr., Anscape senior writer, is with us now, host of Anscape's first ever rap stories. Available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, David. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. What are you thinking about tonight's game? Game one, NBA Finals. I'm thinking this is the game that the Heat have to steal, man. I, I You know, when I think about this game, I think about Iverson, going to the Lakers, who were dominant in the playoffs 2001, and stealing that first game. Obviously, it ended up being a gentleman's sweep, but the Heat's only chance really is winning this game. And they can do it, possibly. I mean, they beat the Boston three times in Boston. They closed out Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Nobody gave them a chance in either of those series. Nobody's really given them a chance in these finals. you got to hope that rust has a factor here for for the Nuggets, and they go in and and sort of punch them in the mouth and steal this first game. That's really the only shot that they have to be competitive in this series, I think. What's the big storyline in this particular game, a particular series for you? To me, the big storyline is Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo defending that Jokic and Murray pick and roll. Mm -hmm. What we've known about Miami, what they've done in the playoffs is they've relied on that zone defense. That really stifled Boston, uh, especially towards the end of that series. But I know it's a small sample size, but Denver has dominated against that zone defense. They're, I think, 1.2 points per possession against that zone, which is the best in the league. So that's not going to really work for Miami. But if Bam and Jimmy Butler can really disrupt that pick and roll at the point of attack, if Butler can give Murray some trouble, if Bam out of bio, who people forget 
defensive player of the year, one of the best defenders in the league. If he gives Jokic some problems, that is really going to be their own their, their shot to really sort of do something against this offense. So, David, you know, and I'm glad you brought up that point uh, on points per possession against the zone for Denver because Denver actually has <laughs> le- legitimate shooters, pure shooters, whereas Boston had yeah. more scores. And anybody who plays basketball knows the difference, right? A score is somebody that can get hot here and there, but it's not as consistent as a pure shooter. Port- Porter Jr., for example. Or like KCP, or like yeah. you know, guys that have specialized mm. in that. But also, David, to your point, though, this is why I think – Eric Spolster has a chance to catapult himself into a top five greatest NBA coach of all time. Because, look, we're talking about zone defense all of a sudden, like it's an anomaly, right? <laughs> like, oh, like, right, why right. is Hensi zone? But the way they go about their zone is so different. If the Heat can muck up this off, this defense, boxing one, triangle and two, an amoeba-like zone, right, to give you different looks, this can talk to the brilliance of Espo can pull this off. Because if he does, David – this is the most miraculous run I think I've ever seen in NBA history in the playoffs, man. I, I've never seen anything yeah, like this before. Yeah. And it's not, not only just a miraculous run from Spolster, but he's – we've talked about uh, disadvantages at coaches probably more in one playoff run than we've talked about in any other playoff run. We talked about Coach Bud and what he did in that first round, the mistakes that he made and how Spolster did not make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. We talked about Missoula and how he could not adjust to those things and how Spolster outcoached him. He outdueled two coaches who have taken their teams to the, you know, who taken their teams deep in the playoffs. And of course we saw uh, what he did uh, against the Knicks. So this is like one of those dominant, you know, we talk about players being dominant through a playoff run. Spolster has been just as dominant and has been one of the biggest mismatches to the Heat's advantage. Now, Mike Malone, I think is probably the best coach that he's probably had in this playoff. So Malone is going to make those adjustments just like he made those adjustments against the Lakers when they, you know, their defense is mucking things up. He went with the inverted pick and roll towards the yep. end of that series that caused him trouble. So this is going to be a chess match, but I'm, but you're absolutely right. If Spolster can figure out a way to do this and do this with this defense and mess up Jokic in the way that he has been dominant, then yeah, we are, you know, elevating him to this echelon of coaching that he was sort of knocking on the door of uh, before the season started. You, David, you mentioned the coaches and how, impressive Spoles being and in, in, in both Malone's being and doing different things. Who's been more impressive as in terms of players though? Is it the Joker or is it Jimmy Butler? Man, I, I you know, is is six and one half dozen the other, but I gotta lean to Jokic. The 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 thing about Jimmy Butler that was sort of concerned one of the reasons the Celtics were able to get back in that series is he had a couple of sort of low games in that series. Uh four, five and six were not sort of traditional Jimmy Butler games that he'd been doing, except, you know, towards the end of that game six. Jokic has had no fall off whatsoever, and he has done this against great defensive centers. He put Carl Anthony Towns and basically dunked him in the basket for for six games. Mm -hmm. He uh, had DeAndre Ayton wanting to go home after game two, and Anthony Davis had one of the best series of his career, and Jokic outplayed him and really demoralized him by somehow finding a 35-foot three-point shot that he does from the back of his neck out of nowhere. And so he's doing this against great 
centers and he's you know looking to do this against against Bam Adebayo. So I will lean towards Jokic, even though that takes nothing away from what Jimmy Butler has done this playoffs. Yeah, Jimmy Butler playing on a bad ankle makes it harder for him, and it makes it more impressive what he's doing, but it lessens his effectiveness, right? And that's probably what we were seeing toward I mean, the end of the last series. Well, Max, Jokic is averaging, averaging a triple double on fifty four percent. Yes, bananas. <laughs> it's bananas. <laughs> Yo, that's it's bananas. crazy. So I, I uh, introed uh, you, David Dennis Jr. from Anscape. About with you know talking about your rap stories, which is the mm-hmm. Anscape's first ever podcast, twelve episodes. You've interviewed who the Locks, uh, MC Light, Too Short. Tell me about this. So yeah, so this is twelve episodes. We deep dive into twelve albums and the artists who made them. Twelve of my favorite albums of all time, and we just really lock in on each album what they loved, how it aged, the process, what they were doing in the studio, legendary albums, sort of off the beaten path albums that span the history of hip hop. So as you mentioned, we kind of, we do MC Light, we do Too Short uh, with some 80s uh, classics, we do The Locks with Money, Power, Respect, we do Goody Mob with Soul Food, we go into the blog era with uh, Wiz Khalifa, we do Currency, we have Freddie Gibbs, we have sort of running the gamut uh, of the timeline of hip hop, we run the gamut regionally of hip hop, and it's just these incredible, incredible conversations with these remarkable geniuses and these albums that are just absolutely unforgettable. Jay, Jay he has the ja dream come Rule. true to really do talk to Stop. Jay, Ja Stop. Rule's on there. Ja oh, Rule, they Jay. Tell me, I look like Ja Rule, David. Don't don't listen to this blasphemy. Anyway, I, I, you know, I so. You like ja, look, they say you, you like Ja Rule. Well, like ja Rule? Well, no, no. Well, well, I've always gotten, I've always gotten Lil Wayne from you. You know what I'm saying? I've always gotten the Lil Wayne vibes <laughs> from you, but not Ja Rule. Little no, Wayne, Wayne vibes. Ja you don't think you, you, you don't think you look like a, you don't think you look like a bald Lil Wayne? We don't. Can we get a side by side? Oh, you don't think you look like a bald Lil Wayne? Nobody's ever said this. I'm, yo, Dave, I look like Lil Wayne to you. Nobody's ever yeah. said this to you. Am I crazy? Yeah, I've never gotten a Lil Wayne. You should have took Ja Rule and just ran with. I'll take Little Wizzy though. I'll be, I, I guess. See, yeah. talking about I mean, I'm still I know putting in work. About. Little Wayne's in some rarefied. Can we get? Can we get, can we get? Can we get locks on Jay? Something. It's gonna be Photoshop's locks so we can see how this looks. I'm telling you, there's Little Wayne going on here. All right. That was okay. That, Ooh, I don't. Know, I, I don't know how to take that, Dave. But okay, I guess I'll take Ooh, it. See, now you're giving all these dudes ammunition, David. That's what. I, come on, man. <laughs> come on, <laughs> Wheezy. Man. Let's go. What we do you want? Really ask? in the barber shop? We just act like we in one. Okay. You interviewed, <laughs> we, you interviewed Young Guru, right? I, I, Yates and I were talking about this the other day, and there's so many bars, it's so hard for me to decide. What's your favorite Jay-Z line of all time? Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one. I think, Brilliant. man, that's a that's tough one. That's what I'm one. saying. It I know, there's so many. You know what, the, the slickest one that I think that, that still goes over people's head is Jigga Man is Diesel when I lift the eight up. And, of course, we're mm. talking about, you know, he's talking about weightlifting mm. and all that stuff and, and, you know, ammunition. But he's also talking about the picture of Shaq holding Kobe in his arms. Man, it's a triple entendre. Mm. And people still, you know, 20 years later, still don't even recognize that that's exactly what he's talking about. One of the slickest rappers of all time. And as you mentioned, we talked to Young Guru. We do American Gangster, which is one of my favorite oh. Jay-Z albums, oh, sort mm-hmm. of an underrated classic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, just incredible stories from Young Guru about, about Jay-Z's recording process. What's one of your favorite songs off that album, though? American Gangster. Oh, man. I would have to say, uh, I mean, there's so many. There's him and Nas. There's, uh, you know, ignorant stuff with, ben- with Beanie Siegel. Uh, I mean, Rock Boys. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I, I love that album. 
beginning to end. Beginning to end, I'm playing that album. Agreed. It would have been nice to see a cool G rap interview in there, but okay. I would like a little G rap. <laughs> G rap. Always G-rap. critiquing hey, somebody. Man. Listen, G rap. Critiquing somebody. Season, season two. Season, season two. We two can get cool. G rap. Uh, you know. Find out what's going yeah, on with G-Rap, for sure. He was only inventing the genre once upon a time. All right, listen. <laughs> David Dennis <laughs> Jr., Anscape senior writer. Check out Anscape's first ever podcast, Rap Stories. It's 12 episodes and got a lot of classic artists on it. Thank you, David. Appreciate David, I need it. season two, baby. I need season two. Let's go. G-Rap. Hey, I, I do too, man. I got We got to get Max put a good word in for him. Get yeah. you. I'll guarantee we'll get G-Rap if we do there season two. Let's make it happen. There it is. All right, yo. All right, thank you, Dennis. Appreciate it. All right, right, thank you, guys. All right. uh, Is Aaron Rodgers set for a magical season, Keyshawn? Is Aaron Rodgers set? A magical season. Hmm. Keyshawn J. Willemax. No, 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 no. Is Aaron Rodgers set Mm -hmm. for a magical season? Mm -hmm. Keyshawn, Wizzy, and Max. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right. Sorry. Excuse me. Keyshawn, Wizzy, and Max. ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Diana Rossini is here, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everybody. I, look, I've always been a Rihanna fan, yeah. but the Super Bowl, watching her live out there when I got yeah. to cover it, it, it reminded me how much I like her music, and I've just, I've just had it on, uh, on replay trying to uh, blare out all those Swifties in the New York area right now who have taken over my life. Yeah. Well, Rihanna has a, both a very high on-base percentage and a high slugging percentage. Agreed. Like, she has bangers and a lot of them. Very, I don't, I can, matter of fact, I'm trying to think of one bad Rihanna song. Like, one song I heard where I said, that's a, I can't think of any where I'm like, oh, that's just not good. Do you ever just, like, go through her mix if you're, like, on Spotify or Apple Music and, yeah. and you're just like, oh, I love this one. And then the next one you're like, oh, my gosh, this yeah. one, too. And it just keeps going. Yeah, you, you just actually, put the album on and leave it alone. You felt yeah. it at the Super Bowl, actually, because you're like, oh, yeah. And, and, and I think... Uh, for people around our age, it kind of take it took us through like our, our 20s and 30s and and your 50s and 60s yes, coming exactly. up there. Max, yeah, it took Max. me didn't take me through Rihanna did not take me through my 20s, <laughs> Diane. I don't know. It's <laughs> Absolutely, a lot, a lot of single time of Rihanna for me. So uh, it's it's nice. Keyshawn to Keyshawn Johnson there. owned four mansions before he even knew who Rihanna was. <laughs> All right, ready to play take it or shake it? Not yeah, true. let's do it. All right, 
Here we go. Take it or shake it is brought to you by Granger. Nuno. All right. Aaron Rodgers will win MVP this season. Key, take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. You know, I don't think he'll get MVP this year. I think he'll he may get a vote. He may be in the running, but I I feel like for some reason it's going to Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. I am going to take it. Here's why. I agree with some of Key's points there. But I believe that he is so rejuvenated and focused with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder to show the world that he's not only a future Hall of Famer, a great guy, and all the other things that are come with him, but I think he's out to just go after. I think we're going to get the best. If he can stay healthy, I think we're going to get the best version of Aaron Rodgers we have seen. I agree with Key here. I'm going to shake it, Diana, because I feel like even though it's the same OC, he has his OC, right? Yeah. But remember him first year under uh, uh, LaFleur, they won 13 games. Same mm-hmm. number as they won the year when he won his MVPs, but he was in a new situation, so he was game managing and limiting mistakes more than making spectacular plays. Mm-hmm. And I see, I think he's going to be a cross between his MVP years and that. So it's going to take a That'll, minute. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it's not going to be 40-something touchdowns. It'll be 30-something. So I used that same argument when Tom Brady went to Tampa. I was like, oh, man, this is all too new. Too new. And then look what happened. Yeah, right? You true. and I were in that camp together where we looked like fools on television because we thought it was over for him. It would be too hard. I don't think this is going to be that hard for Aaron Rodgers, especially with the weapons around him. And if, if Brees Hall can come back, it's a lot. this is going to be the best ground game he's had. All right, next one. Jimmy G will be better for the Raiders if he actually takes the field than Derek Carr will be for the Saints. Key, take it or shake it? Shake it! Shake it! Shake that, shake that. Yeah, you got to think, you got to think, Carr with the Saints, Michael Thomas back in the fold, healthy as of now, Chris Olave. The only problem that I have is they brought in John Gruden to install with Carr, which tells me it's getting ready to be a dink and dunk. His efficiency is going to be high. His uh, completion percentage is going to be high. It's going to be like a a la Drew Brees type situation. They're going to not push the football down the field if, if I'm looking at it. And, and in Jimmy Garoppolo's situation, Diana, I don't know what that's going to be because the receiver's not happy over there. I speak receiver, and Devontae Adams is not happy based on what I can see. Yeah, I think he's trying to correct it a little now, Key, right? You hear him kind of walking it back because – I think the true feelings came out. We've all been there. And then you say, and you're like, oh, boy. Uh, that being said, I'm going to actually, I'll keep it real simple. I'm going to shake it because I just have concerns over Jimmy Garoppolo's health. I just don't know if he's going to be able to stay on the field this season and be able to help the readers. So I'll, I'll just keep it simple there. What Derek he, will what, say that. I'm with you. I agree with Diana because of the health. But Nuno's question was if he's, when he's on the field, if he's oh, able to if stay he healthy. Is. I apologize. Because when he's on the field, I'm going to take it. Because Jimmy Garoppolo wins almost all the games he plays in, right? Like, even if he's not overly impressive, he's reading the defense, he's making the right, he's getting rid of the ball quickly, and he's winning a lot. He was. He's always with Kyle Shanahan calling plays in a Kyle Shanahan offense. With a Kyle Shanahan defense. Stop it! Listen, until, until very recently, until Brock Purdy... None of those other guys were winning any games. Only Jimmy G. Remember when he came in and won, went 5-0? and They'd lost like every game that year, and then he goes 5-0. and take the ball out of his hands because they don't want him to give it to the other team. Well, the, Raiders, like he's winning. the Raiders I haven't like had too. a top-10 defense since they won the Super Bowl. Until Man, that defense that can get like better, it's going to be tough to succeed. Exactly. <laughs> a long time. Uh, a long right. time. 
Last one. Jordan Love will lead the Packers to the playoffs. Take it or shake it? Mm. Oh, I'll go first. I'm shaking that. I am shaking. Oh, sh- oh, shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. I just, look, I, you, you want to believe the excitement around Green Bay right now that they're all in and they've got all this confidence. I think all this confidence is is just residual from them having this horrible now divorce with Aaron Rodgers. They want to do it. They want to believe this guy can can actually go out there and play at a high level. I just don't think he's there yet. I'm going to take it. I Ooh. think he can. I think they got a defense that's gotten better, that got better at the end of the year. I think they got some receivers that came on once they figured it out in those young players. And because we haven't seen him, I think we're a little, as a whole, we're a little kind of gun shy about wanting to step out and take Green Bay in certain things because Aaron Rodgers has been a the quarterback there for so long. But I think Jordan Love can do it. I'm not, I'm not like everybody else. I like his ability. When I saw him, I thought, oh, okay, he'll be able to play professional quarterback in the NFL. I'm with Diana here. I'm going to shake it because I, I think Detroit's offense looked real good last year. Um, Minnesota's just a better overall team. And Justin Fields, it's not really against Jordan Love or the Packers, but Justin Fields had him in like every game with nothing around him. So I feel like it's going to be too tough. And they didn't make the playoffs last year with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think I, I don't see him making the playoffs, but Jordan Love might turn out to be an excellent quarterback. Let's see Matt LaFleur coach a quarterback that's not a future Hall of Famer. I want to see it. Or maybe he will be a future Hall of Famer, but even they don't always hit the ground running, right? Yeah. It takes about yep. a year of starting. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Thank you to Diana Rossini, who can be seen across such ESPN platforms <laughs> as this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern. Can't ESPN. Wait. Thank you, Diana. Thanks, guys. So, Heat fans, Jay and Key both think. No, Lil Wayne and Key. Lil Wayne and Key both think. Well, I don't know what Lil Wayne thinks, but there was a caller who thought that Jay resembled Lil Wayne. Anyway, that your Miami Heat are going to get swept. I, on the other hand, am the one person I've heard in the national media picking Miami to win the whole thing. Who's right? 888-SAY-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. How I get... Or I mean, Keyshawn, Weezy, and Max, sorry. I mean, I, I got upgraded as a rapper, but I feel like my looks got downgraded. Nah? Lil Wayne? I mean, I... I Lil Wayne's like, one of the. Is, <laughs> Lil Wayne is in the goat conversation. You ought to be flattered. Yeah, I feel like I got upgraded as a rapper, Key, but I feel like my looks got downgraded there. I don't. I don't know how to take it. I, I, hmm. Your swag different, went up. My swag thing. went up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my swag. bank account went up. Yeah, Lil Wayne oh, all got day. crazy swag. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, crazy, yeah, crazy I, yeah. Swag. Okay, I, I guess. Come hmm. on, man. I mean, what? Like I'm so. Like I mean, I'm could, happy. The, the answer for you. No, I'll take it. Okay, so Jay, who would you who would you prefer? It's Curtis to be? Granderson. Curtis Granderson and Jay are dead ringers. 
Who, who he said just put a, we see a picture of Curtis Granderson next to Jay. Like little Weezy. Jay, who would you prefer to be linked to then? Uh, you know, Hove. So you would you would rather look like Hove? Okay, yeah. there you go. Because it's all uh, about the no, looks. You, he they, asked you who you said yeah, Hove. Said there Hove, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you you'd rather be linked to Hove then? Yes. You sure? Is he known as a handsome fellow, do you think? I don't know. I'm not judging whether guys are handsome or not. You can do that, Max. Well, that, you, you clearly are because you're objecting yeah, exactly. to being compared to Lil Wayne. So is it about I asked the money? you how you would take it. Oh, no, 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 no. I would no be stuttering. flattered if I were compared to one of the top most We're not talking about rappers. We're not talking about okay, rapping. Max. We're talking about yeah. looks. Al Pacino today. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? Al Pacino Look, in his 80s? Look, scratching his head. No, Who, me? Today. The most recent photo of Al Pacino. Yeah, that's you, who you, you look like. For me? Right? Yeah, yeah, that's who you yeah. look like. No, it's no good because he's old as the hills. <laughs> no, it's Al Pacino. You're yeah, it's Al Pacino, Al Pacino yeah, but he's too old. But Lil Wayne weighs you're the, 80. You're with a 29-year-old. Like, okay. You're okay. fine. You're I happy. Saw, I saw the AI-generated Lil Wayne as an 80-year-old, right? <laughs> that I could got, understand you if you're upset by. see how he got all sensitive, King? He said, who Look how handsome I am. This is an absurd thing. He started shaking his legs and everything. So for you, Jay, is it the money? Or is it the look? That's what I'm going to see. Oh, now, That's what now I, you I need to know. Y'all not answering. Is if it the money or Jay the look? had a problem. No, don't try to pin it back Wait a minute. Me. Have you seen the Lil Wayne aged? To, you see all the rappers, they, AI, they used artificial intelligence to age all the rappers. Jay-Z looks crazy as an old man, according to AI, <laughs> right? So if, if that was the Lil Wayne you were being compared to, I understand. But that's I not Lil Wayne. I haven't seen that. I haven't he seen just that. compared me to an 80-year-old. And he's the oldest guy on the show. Well, that's how you're going to look in five years when you're 80, But I don't look like the oldest guy on the show. I look like the youngest guy on the show. So there you go. Well, I don't know if that's the case. No, that's very true. It's well documented. I don't think that's true. I think I win the handsome contest. Jay, you should be Lil Wayne for Halloween. You might be able to pull that joint off. We give you some fake dreads, some fake face tats. You might be cool. Damn, even Yates going in on you now, I know. See, Yates... I see what Yates doing. I would I'm love saying, to. I, I man, want that's, us to pull up a, a picture of Curtis job. Granderson for TV and just show him and Jay so side I'm by side. Wayne, that's his then, doppelganger. Then Key's Tito Jackson. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I ain't got no problem with Tito Jackson. Tito. I ain't got no problem with that. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm living. I'm I'm good. I don't. I'm I'm straight, Jay. Jay. <laughs> I'm, 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 Who's I'm, the youngest one now? Because they I'm added straight. a Jackson. They added a Jackson after the fact. Who was the last one? The last little Jackson. I'm good. I don't know. Jackson good, Six, man. who is he that said, sixth brother? Yates said Chris Chambers. Is that Chris who it is? Chambers. Who said what? Yates said Chris Chambers. See, that's Yates, not me. Do you remember when we said that to Key like he a got couple so years angry. ago? He, got he so almost angry. came through the screen in L.A. He said, hey, man, I don't look like no Chris Chambers. <laughs> nah, if, you, if you want me to be Chris Chambers, I'll be Chris Chambers. I don't You don't you know, got a role play for us. Things. It ain't that type of relationship. Yeah, I'm not. It's not that deep to me, yeah. you know. Max and you, you get all y'all Max the ones get all about Al Well, Al Pacino's in the news. He just had a kid, eighty years old. Just had a kid. Not yet. I mean, did he have a kid yet? I think. It's, or he's going to gonna have a kid. Him and his, did she have it or? No, no. I think. I think maybe she's just pregnant. On the way. Twenty-nine-year-old girlfriend. I don't know. I, I don't know. Do your thing, Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, well, what do you want me to say? I don't know. That, that's that's, that's, that's up for debate, in fact. No. Well, I mean, no, that's nothing. You know, I, something maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I <laughs> that, what, look, look. I, <laughs> that, that, that. Oh, now you're on the side, but I look nothing uh, like know this what? man. You know what? I look nothing like this There's man. There's something there. There's nothing there. Bunch of face There's tattoos. There's a lot there. There's nothing. We're both black. <laughs> really? 
There you go, Pat. That's what's there. Jay, you're um, like a you're like what a, else look, my nose looks nothing like this man's nose. You're like nose. a GQ Lil Wayne. No, and I, I rock with Little Wizzy. Little Wizzy's dope, but I look nothing alike. First of all, it's Wheezy. Y'all it's keep Wheezy. doing this Wizzy. Wizzy. Nobody like, said Wizzy. Wiz. No, that's what Key and Max said. Okay. Also, I said it's Wheezy. Lil. Nobody said Wizzy. I repeated what Key Nobody's said, but I Wizzy said Wheezy. Anywhere. Jay, Wheezy, you know what we need man. you to do? You <laughs> know they got they got a filter like on the gram and all that that you can get like face tats. We need to get you to, to yep. do that. Give and them the see hair if too. We can really like transpose you onto that joint. Yep. If, if you're you Lil Wayne, pass. if you're Lil Wayne, does that mean one day you're gonna come in and do the show for like a half hour and then just get mad at the listeners and leave and make I, someone I, else? Do I'm it? not here. I don't want to do this. If anymore. I'm Lil Wayne, I'm right. That means one of y'all leaving the show. I, I Jay, started French kissing Say it. Let me hear what it why, sounds why, like. Why you say that, Jay? It's just because other shows, things popping off. Anyway, what were you saying? Carl in Atlanta, you're on KJM. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning, good morning. Great show. Uh, new listener. But uh, I was just calling to, uh, you know, to give y'all, to see if y'all can do an update on your Take It or Shake It segment. You know, when you uh, when you take it, you know, y'all should hit the bitty button. Take that, take that, take that. Take that, take and that. And when you shake it, then you hit the outcast. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake I it. think that's a pretty good you idea, know. Yates. Have we ever done that before? Done, That's Carl. weird because no I problem. literally say every time, take, take that. that. Yeah, take Yates that. says well, well, it. Well, why, why have you not implemented take that, that, that take in, that, you know, in the show? Done, Carl. Like, well, thank you. We're going to do it, though. That's a good joke. You got to do the Jamie Foxx doing Diddy, right? Take that, take that, take that, take that, take that. Take Jamie Foxx is doing Diddy. Yeah, remember when he did? Wasn't it Jamie Foxx who did the imitation? Take that, take that, take that. Hey, Keyshawn, Little Wayne, so... and Al Pacino. Yes, no, yes. Tito, Little Weezy, and Al Pacino. It... <laughs> Why you get mad at Tito? I thought you were fine no, with it. No, but Tito's fine. But it's not. You give me something else because I don't. Yeah. It's just nothing. No, you Tito. I'm bigger than it's him. Okay, I'm everything. It's okay. Like, T- you and Little Wayne about the same size, Yo, so T- it works. Teet, it's okay. Oh, I don't. don't Teet is crazy. <laughs> Teet is wild. Yeah. It's okay, T. I wish I was part of Jackson 5. Hey. Lil Wayne's 5'5". Five five. Hey. Yeah, so Jay, is you're taller than Lil Wayne for sure. Right? I'm two inches taller than you, Max. Yeah, you're, you're, we're about eye to eye. No, we're not eye to eye. No, you're I not. I think you're a little taller. Max, I think that's true. Max. It's more or less the same. You're injured every day when you get off, off the set. <laughs> Don't ever compare. Jay, those are private moments that you get to witness. God it's never so sad oh seeing back. me, get, like, me, me getting out of a chair is so bad. <laughs> I have right, hernias. Always on the guy, IR. Guy never played a sport, but he's hurt. Yeah, hurt. <laughs> hurt as though I played. Man. Key. It's like I played ten years in the NFL, like a defensive position too. It's unbelievable. Never seen yeah, him play the street and all of a sudden I'm out for, for five games. All right, eight at eight. Say ESPN. What does the title do? Who does it do more for? Jokic or Butler? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Matt's the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.